there, and welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or 352 for short. My name is Max, and I am what you made me. And this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the dang time, so we decided to record it one day. Today we're going to be talking about the third episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 3, uh, really inventive names of episodes. We also know and understand that Celebration just happened this past weekend, and we have an upcoming episode that captures all of our reactions about all of that news. But today, we're going to be talking about Big Ol' Obi-Wan Peyton, how are you doing today, though? I am doing okay, but you seem unsettled. I am what you made me. Oh. The Discord is the Discord is inoperational. I feel a sense of discord. We're having issues with the software we usually record on. Um, yeah, we got we got a droid in there messing with things. Roger, Roger. <laughs> if if my kid if Zoe wasn't asleep with an earshot, I would do the R two D two. At full volume, I know it would wake her up. I'd feel bad. <laughs> Well, I agree with you on the fact that there are no episode titles for these. We should probably sit down one day and come up with episode titles. Uh, this one is out uh, out of the frying pan. Uh, <laughs> well, the first episode sums up Nightis Exile, and the second one would be Revolution. Uh, the second one should be Breaking Bad. <laughs> Child. Well, um, yeah, like uh, like you said, we got a big episode for news um we will do at some point hopefully tomorrow or friday uh yes whenever we can but, and it'll be up um, this week yeah but um let's talk about kenobi i've watched it twice i the just finished watching it dude first impression but my dude 30 seconds <sighs> It en it encapsulate it is encapsulated in uh two scenes. One is Freck uh uh bringing some strays to uh to some troopers. Yeah, 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 yeah. because the empire did nothing wrong and mm -hmm. uh the exchange what have you become and the response I am what you made me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I still got goosebumps! Oh, it's so good. Oh, well, man. I, I woke up this morning at 3 a.m., obviously, as usual, rolled over, took the runtime of the episode, and then I went back to bed. Um, And I ended up watching it like at 6.45 in the morning, and I watched it again on my break, and Oh, it's so good. There were some things I was not expecting. Um, for you guys who have not seen it, alert, spoiler, alert. There, uh, there. This is a uh, a lot happened in this episode that changes absolutely. and impacts a lot of Star Wars lore. So yes. this is your if, warning going in. Yeah, I don't know if you caught any of those symbols on that wall in the little hideaway thing. I couldn't read any of the Arabesh. It was too fast. Me neither. It was Me too neither. fast, and I but like I. I description didn't do it either, but I did some research, and there's some 
major characters that may be brought back into the into the universe. Um, <gasps> yeah. This is my uh, excited not, face. Not, not the least is Corin Horn. No way. Yeah, the name of his father was imprinted on that wall. And of course, we knew about Quinlan Boss, but we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, I loved it. The lightsaber like, duel that we got, I was actually not expecting that to be in this episode. So good and telling and simple oh. and short. It like it it told a story with like fifteen strikes. It did. It did. Oh. And yeah, I was expecting that in episode five. But did you catch the uh the sound of Obi-Wan's saber? Uh, tell me more. Tell me it is, more. It's the actual sound that Obi-Wan Saber had in A New Hope. Ooh. The hum. Not the hum, but the swings were in A New Hope. But begs the question, correct me if I'm wrong, did, he, did someone pick up his saber? We did not see whether or not they did. Okay. Now, he, um, that is the one... I mean, technically, it's not the one he has in A New Hope because Alec Guinness's hilt became Obi uh, became uh, Luke Skywalker's hilt in Episode Six. Uh, oh, oh yeah, true, true, uh, but true, like true. that's like the physical prop, not like the lore the lore object. Uh-huh. So like, uh-huh. I don't know if they're going to make him build a new one I and mean, it looks more like what the one Alec Guinness has, or if it did, that'd be that would be better. It would fit with the timeline if they decide to have him drop it. Yeah, we are we are in the weeds now, boys. Yeah, let's jump in. So, uh, no cold open. Opening on the transport to uh, what's the name of the planet again? They are on uh, going to. It is uh, where are we at here? Mapuzo. 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 M a p u z o. It sounds like Makusa from uh, Fantastic Beasts. Um, yes. Well, we got Obi-Wan. Oh my god, dude. He'd be devastated. He is devastated, my friend. And he can feel it now that he's plugged back in. And he's reached out to Qui-Gon again. But, of course, he gets Reba. He's and, been... Oh, yeah. man. And we're hearing all sorts of different voices. We're hearing Anakin. We're hearing... Qui-Gon, we're hearing Yoda. We're Um, we're hearing all of Obi-Wan's guilt. All of his shame. All of the things that he (laughs) thinks. Everything that we were missing from grumpy Uncle Luke Mm -hmm. in The Last Jedi. Yeah, all... There should have been so many flashbacks with me. But, but like, this is the parallel. This is the... This is is what... I think this is the Last Jedi's redemption arc for people that didn't like it. I think so. I think so too. Um, if they could just do stuff for which Rise of Skywalker, well, we'll see. Um, Who you you ask you ask so much you ask so much. I do. <laughs> okay, um, I have I have one sound thing before we get in before we really get no, into I'm, this. Okay, uh, I normally listen. I normally watch TV on my new uh, smart TV downstairs that doesn't have a subwoofer. Yeah, yeah. Um, this episode, I watched in my recording studio with my studio oh. monitors that have a sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second brother. What? 
fifth, fifth brother? brother? Fifth brother? Yeah. There's a second sister. You know, well, uh, you're right. Second sister is uh, uh, uh is fallen order. We don't we don't I don't know where fallen you order know, fits in this. If she if she's not dead, then she dies in rebels. Oh no. Uh she uh she definitely is dead by rebels. Um because yeah. fallen order happens around this time, but fallen yeah. order ends with the destruction of uh where they were uh the mm-hmm. uh fortress inquisitorius. Yes, this is this. So, um so so, uh, I mean, it's, it's really that they have like big dick energy about themselves. They're like, Oh, look yeah, at yeah. me. They're the, they're the tiny Honda civics that drive past. And are, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I, I, it's nine o'clock at night, dude. I got a, I got a sleeping kid. Come on, man. You gotta hear how cool my car is. But all right. All the, right. the fifth brother. Yes. Normally, I hear him downstairs, and he is, he speaks like this, very airy and raspy. But through my yeah. studio monitors, look at this. He has, he has a low rumble that is mm-hmm. electronic. There is something different about his oh. voice that they did in post, and I don't know why they did it. But it yeah. gave me goosebumps the first time he said anything, because I wasn't expecting it. Because I don't usually hear anything below, like I don't know, a hundred hertz downstairs. Mm-hmm. That is right. that sol- That's like solid eighty hertz. There is something like an eighty-two, eighty-four hertz. That's every time he talks. Right, right, right. Cool, cool, well, you cool, know cool. the fifth brother does get whacked by Darth Maul in Rebels. Good. He's a piece of crap, dark, uh, um, dark Jedi. If, yeah, if you watch the episode Twilight of the Apprentice, which he, focuses on uh, Maul, Ahsoka's dual Vader, etc., etc., none of um, the none of these Inquisitors are good Sith, except for Reva right now, because yeah, because nice. the and that's and that's like the thing that I love about Reva, and we'll get into. Uh, her when she starts kicking more ass in, in this well, episode. Well, I'm glad you like her, because my brother does not like either her development or just, just her character in general. I he, think she's starting to grow on him, but... She we'll she is Sith. She's the, embodi- she's yeah. the embodiment of Sith. And the fifth brother is what we think is evil. He's snobble. He's sniveling. He's groveling. He does. He tells the Grand Inquisitor everything. Is he does. He because he thinks that will give him power. Uh-huh. He bends the knee. That is not what a Sith bend, does. Bend mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A Sith does not bend the knee. No. A Sith takes. Yeah, look at Palpatine. Darth Maul thought that he, if he bent the knee and learned everything he could from Palpatine, he could outgrow Palpatine. And what did, what happened to him? He got cut Palpatine. in half. Yep, and Palpatine left him for dead on that one. And so when he came back in Rebels, he's like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take no. orders from you. I'm going to take what you have because no, no, that is he, Sith. No no, but he remember he came back in Clone Wars before Rebels. Oh yeah. Whitworth. Yeah. Can um, be. Uh so uh yeah, so but- like she she taking what mm-hmm. she wants. Her ambition, yes, 
is dark side. That's the is most it? that's the most palpatine shit we've seen since Palpatine. <laughs> Vader right. doesn't do that. Even, right. And we haven't even we don't even know if Palpatine's gonna even make an appearance in the show. Right. Right. Um, he, all he, of he, all he of this still make an appearance, yeah. Like, oh man, like all of this could be below board. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Or above board, whatever the whatever the phrase is. Like, this could be going above and around Palpatine because he's got, uh, Vader's got some anger issues to work out. Uh, well, he does, and especially as he's living on Mustafar, which always changes from Mustafar. Um, speaking of Mustafar, so all these voices are going around. Obi Wan's head, and at the same time, we're seeing Vader put together. But dude, this has got to be painful, my friend. I oof. Uh, the the term uh for this sort of thing is like transhumanism. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's the it's uh, uh a bunch of video games uh in uh. Uh, in, I I believe they are called Deus Ex. Um, uh, talk about like how much of a robot do you become? Like how far do you go past making someone al- alive and instead make them super strong? So it is uh, Deus Ex. Deus Ex uh, series talks about like what is it uh, like? All the augmentations are painful uh, because they're like attachments to your body, but like, yeah. a- and like, how far does that go? Like, how far? Uh, uh, what's the philosophical question? It's the uh, the boat. I forget who's yeah. who's the philosophers, but the philosopher's name. But if you take a boat and you uh, replace each board of the wooden boat one at a time. Uh, eventually the ship no longer contains any of the original pieces of the original ship. Is it the, is it the same ship? Mm-hmm. And uh, in Star Wars, Darth Vader says no. There is so... No. There is so... No. Uh, Darth Vader is so... It's such a small, physical, physically small amount of his body is still Anakin that he believes that Anakin is dead. Mm-hmm. Anakin is dead. I Skywalker is dead. I killed him. Yes. Is the line. So, and like, and even what Yoda said too, remember the boy you trained gone he consumed by Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Even that was before the suit. Um there's so, power in a name. Yes, there is. So we got Vader, we got him a symbol. He's got <sighs> he's got a throne room. Yeah, he throne does. Room, and he's ta- so we he's talking to the uh to Reba. And boy, we got James Earl Jones' voice. Yes, we do. Uh do we? Is yes, he credited? No, that is James Earl Jones' voice. Okay, good. Make it sure. No, it is. You can't recognize his voice? I I have heard many many good impersonations specifically of the Vader voice from James Earl Jones. Well, it is James Earl Jones. Also, people have been, have been practicing it since the 70s, so I was hoping at least one other person has gotten good. Well, I mean, if they have a good person, then that will be good when James Earl Jones finally does pass away, but no, I, I think this is James Earl Jones. Okay. Uh, so, 
dismissing the loss of the Grand Inquisitor that Reva absolutely blames on Obi-Wan, Vader <laughs> orders the third sister to prove herself capable and that she will be made the new Grand Inquisitor. Or... Or you will not live to regret your failure. Uh, meanwhile, Obi-Wan met, uh, meditates in the cargo bay of the shuttle and is fixing Leia's Lola. Lola. Uh, you know, the one thing I did notice throughout this episode was Obi-Wan was really quite cranky with Leia. A lot. Yeah, he's a grumpy old uncle. That's it. It is. It. I fully believe that this is this is on purpose, and this is the redemption arc of uh of Grumpy Luke. I am. I. I am gonna take off my trying to make sense of this hat and put on my I know what's going on behind the scenes hat and go. I am sad for the writers that this is the only path that they were allowed to make. They, well, I like the path. I, I like it. I like the path. I would have liked to, for him to have been more trusting and loving and kind because that's the Obi-Wan we know and love. Mm-hmm. And this is a broken man. Mm-hmm. If, uh, they, but the one thing he will never do is fall to the dark side. So, like, oh. what he does is he gets grumpy. <laughs> I won't I go mean, evil. I'll just be yeah. a little grumpy on the inside of <laughs> Well... I think Obi-Wan's only touched the dark side a couple of times. I mean, because he has touched it. He's touched it with dueling Darth Maul. Yes, yes he did. A couple of times. Uh, and Luke, of course. Luke has touched the dark side once. And that we know. people, people, uh, I've, I've seen arguments on the internet that, like, he didn't, that, that Obi-Wan didn't touch the dark side when he fought Darth Maul the last time. He did he did. He that. did. No. He couldn't have. That he, here is why. No. Here is why. When he goes from his own position, mm-hmm. when he goes from his own fighting position, to know I am the Jedi, I am, I am the master I am today. I am not the boy you fought before. But then, he baits Maul. And he instead goes into Qui-Gon's stance. And you don't think that Obi-Wan has been playing that scene where where his master was killed by Darth Maul over and over and over in his head, playing out every scene, every muscle, every joint that could have moved possibly differently that could have saved his master, every, reading everything that Maul's body was doing. He knows how to beat this move. He's been meditating on this move his entire life. It was one of the most impactful moments of his young life. When his master died, he has been training to fight this specific set of moves from Maul. And he knows he has it. And there is right. a little bit of vengeance in that. It is. Let's keep going. Anyway, uh, we're yeah. I am we're front loading a lot of this. I'm sorry. I I've, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about Obi Wan a lot, and I've only seen the episode in the last hour. So keep your concentration here and now, if it belongs. <laughs> the council will not hear of this. Uh, so uh, the council won't approve. So uh, Leia asks. Uh, Obi Wan, what the, the, 
what the force feels like. After she complained about the transport being slow. Yeah. She's like, can you move it with the force? And he goes, that's not how the force works. And she says, well, Wait, how... That's what, what Han Solo said, too, in The Force Awakens, by the way. Yeah, they're they're redeeming the sequels, and I'm, I'm sorry they have to do that. It makes me sad that they feel like they just, like, they can't move on. They have to clean up somebody else's mess. I'm upset. <sighs> I am well, upset. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, they stick the landing. I am upset they have to clean someone's mess, and they're doing a goddamn good job. They're, they're they're sweeping and they're they're shooting off fireworks as they do it. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, Leia asks what the Force feels like. Obi Wan tells her to pretend uh, at what it feels like if she's ever been afraid of the dark, and then asks her. Uh, she nods. She uh, he asks her what it feels like to turn on the light. Uh, right. And she goes, uh, she responds, it feels safe. And he does a really slow, very pained blink. And he goes, that's what that feels like. He's back. He's plugged, he's plugged in. This is his way of communicating to himself. Yes, that is what that feels like. This is what this feels like. I am back in the game. I'm plugged back into the Matrix. I am allowing myself to be used by the force and the force is with me. Mm-hmm. And all because force, he's still me. not like everything, all the flashbacks and stuff is pain and horror and trauma. And, and we are going to get more. Of them. Yes. Yes, we are. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> and oh my God. Yeah. So he, uh, uh, Man, Obi-Wan then has a brief vision. Uh, no, you're right. I am reading too far ahead. So uh, uh, the cargo shuttle lands on planet Mapuzo, uh, which is under the occupation of the Galactic Empire. You can see it. It's a bunch of flags everywhere. Little Japanese-style uh, flags, might I add. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. L- little, uh, little samurai nod there, uh, which is nice. Uh, Obi-Wan tells Leia to pretend to be his daughter and to use a fake name, Luma, and that uh, he is a farmer. The duo begin uh, from Toll. Uh, the duo begins walking towards the rendezvous point um, uh, that was set up by uh, our Jedi impersonator on the last uh, <laughs> on the last show. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, uh, when Obi-Wan is explaining to Leia that Mapuzo used to be a lush world, but now uh, the Empire's ravaged it, he looks across the mountainside and see has a brief vision of a hooded figure on the horizon. And it turns around, and it is a very angry Anakin. Unburnt, Unburnt Anakin. Obi-Wan is like a... Uh, the grenade sound effect like you could hear like the the ringing in your ears and it's and leia snaps him out of it and he puts a shaky hand on her shoulder and says stay close because he looks back up and that anakin's not there The third sister arrives at Fortress Inquisitorus to inform the other Inquisitors of her mission and that she's been put in charge of the search for the 
search for Kenobi. Fifth, which, that's a confrontation waiting to happen with the fifth, fifth brother. Which, fifth brother oh, yeah. grabs her with the force and tries to slam her into the table when she tries to sit. Not even in sit, his- but like legitimately like is just near like is about to put a hand on the grand inquisitor's chair yeah and she he full-on tries to do like episode four darth vader and pulls her into the uh into the table she's able Mm -hmm. to resist and is floating on top of the table and he goes i am next in line know your place and we're like oh how could he be investing uh Next in line. I mean, wouldn't it go second sister, then third sister? I I'm gonna be honest. I don't know why they're numbered, and I don't know why we're going from one male leader to the next male leader. But so far, uh, my boy fifth brother hasn't led anything. No, he regurgitates information. He doesn't do anything on his own. He has no ambition. Mm-mm. He is not dark. He is not worthy ah, a of a Darth name. Sorry, I got a little sorry, <clears throat> got a little evil stuck in my throat there. Uh, it's, it's coming back up with all of these uh, uh, fake dark Jedi here. So yep. uh, on Mapuzo, dark voices. <laughs> uh, on Mapuzo, the two. Uh, uh, eventually reach the rendezvous point, and there's nothing there. Uh, mm-hmm. Leo waves down a nearby vehicle and convinces the driver, Freck, Freck, who is definitely, who is a mole. Have you ever, uh, do you, like, do you know what, like, a star-nosed mole looks like? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. Because that's what it is, is just walking around. He's got tendrils on his nose. Mm-hmm. It is weird. It's a weird boy. Uh, yeah. And it's all practical effects. Brand new brand new species. So cool. Um, he says, I'm going to drive you to the nearest baseport. Uh, Freck agrees. <laughs> and that's not what he sounds like. No, but that's, what he, that's who he is. You can't tell me no different. You wasted, man. You uh, wasted, uh, alien. <laughs> uh, Obi-Wan and Leia climb onto the back, and Obi-Wan notices uh, the no-step-on-snack uh, and uh, Imperial Banner hung on the back of Freck's vehicle. And he's like, I don't understand why all these minorities... No, sorry. Uh, along the way, Freck reveals that he is a staunch supporter of the Empire, which Leia and Obi-Wan profusely agree with in order to avoid suspicion. That's and- weird that he's a, a supporting Empire, as Palpatine was a known hater of non-human species. Uh... I agree, and it's a mid-rim world, and and they're letting him live. True. And there's an alien inquisitor, too, by the way. There's, there, t- two of them are. Yeah, well, all three of them. Rava's the only human. Yeah, the dwarf sister, the dwarf sister, brother, and red inquisitor. The only humans I know are second sister and third sister. How about the ninth sister? I don't know the ninth sister. I think that's the seventh sister. By the way, Se- uh, seventh sister is not uh... ninth sister. Oh, I don't remember. Um, oh, we're we're we'll getting get, to the weeds. We'll get back to that. Uh, stormtroopers 
All right. So, uh, Freck stops and offers a ride to a squad of uh, definitely banged up stormtroopers. These are some dusty looking boys. These yeah. are these are not the boys that are in the marches looking all pretty and shiny. These are dirty, scrappy, straight out of the desert stormtroopers. And these stormtroopers question Obi Wan if he is a miner. He denies, claiming that he's a farmer. Obi Wan accidentally refers to Leia by her name, which catches Ooh. the attention of the trooper. Obi Wan quickly covers the mistake by claiming that uh, Leia is uh, uh, her mother's name. Sometimes I look at her face, and all I can see is her mother. That runs. And, and Leia, they linger on Leia's acknowledgement of that for a bit. So, like, she knows via the Force that he's telling the truth. Uh, I think that her uh, Force powers are awakening already. I don't know what Luke what Luke is at at this point, like, via the comic books or anything. I'm not up to date I, on those. I don't know either. I do know that he did something when he was low and Owen got PO'd at him and did something. I don't remember what it was. Unless that was old that was old legends. But it wouldn't surprise me if Owen disciplined the Jews of the force. Maybe Absol- not. Absolutely, because it paints a target on his back. Yeah. And he doesn't know any better. He's just a lowly farmer. No. It's the same thing as the Dursleys. Well, not the Dursleys, but similar, somewhat. Oh, absolutely. I was about to make that joke. And then Owen moved them to an island in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, first year. Just wait. Dry up, Dursley, you old prune. Uh, so, uh, seemingly convinced, the troopers tell Obi-Wan to report if he sees anything uh, and departs. Uh, Leia questions if Obi-Wan knew her real mother and asks if he is her real dad. And he says, I wish that I could say it would be easier if I could say that I was. Oh. But I am not. Mm-hmm. And uh, Leia, sa- Leia says that she wonders what he really looks like. And Obi-Wan says more about how the Jedi Order, the old Jedi Order, worked in canon, canonized by the mouse than we mm-hmm. have ever gotten. Obi- uh-huh. Obi-Wan was old enough to remember that there was a, a mom, a, a, mom a, a, fa- a father, and possibly a brother? And interestingly enough, George originally claimed on Obi-Wan's brother to be Owen Mars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm alright. I'm alright with that as well. Okay. That mm. makes sense. Soon after, Freck stops uh his vehicle at an Imperial checkpoint and reports to the troopers stationed at the checkpoint that he found a couple strays and you might want to interrogate them. Stormtrooper calls in a probe droid and orders Obi-Wan out of the vehicle. And uh as the probe droid gets closer, they say, Raise your face. And Obi-Wan does raise his face as he pulls a blaster and shoots them. Um, Not uh, a bad shot. But the probe droid did send back a picture of him. Back to Fortress Inquisitorius. Inquisitorius. So uh, uh, the jig is up. Uh, 
a small squad of as he finishes off the last of the stormtroopers and they start running down the road a small squad of stormtroopers along with an imperial officer arrives responding to the firefight unbeknownst to the troopers the officer tala durith uh tala durith I don't know where to put, yeah. th- put that enunciation. Um, it was actually Bale's contact. Uh, not Bale's contact. My notes are wrong. Uh, actually, Estri's contract. Yeah. Uh, Tala proceeds to kill the thir- all three troopers in front of her with a blaster and then says, I'll take you the rest of the way. And Obi-Wan, although he has been cl- complaining the entire episode about how you should never trust anyone and was just proven right because you can't trust Freck. Thanks, Freck. Um, <laughs> people have already put Freck on a poster uh, on the the Empire did nothing wrong, and it was like Freck reports suspicious behavior. Be more like Freck. <laughs> hey, my rhyme to Freck. That's so good. <laughs> uh, I'm an old goat. Uh, I want to do it in my swamp. Uh, Tella brings <laughs> Obi Wan and Leia to a nearby settlement and uh, and an, like a little alleyway. Uh, and we see more dusty, dirty stormtroopers, which is not normally how they look. Uh, no. Can't stress that enough. They're usually shiny and pretty because you're supposed to be, because you're supposed right. to be intimidating, which means that they're not these local boys, uh, which s- staunchly look different than the ones that follow the Inquisitors and Vader in later. They're dirty. They're understaffed. They are. Uh, they don't have the budget. They're working day and night trying to find a stupid Jedi. I don't even know if there's on this world. They're locals, probably. Yeah, they all had different voices, and as you heard, all three different voices of the cl- of the troopers. You saw v- it. Uh, it like snapped back over to Obi Wan, and he was able to recognize. Oh, they're not just clones anymore. Mm-mm. So, uh, I don't know if he knew that before, but it definitely showed that he recognized that now. Um, They seek shelter in Tala's workshop, where she reveals that she secretly works uh, to help Jedi and other Force sensitives at one point, even working with Quinlan Vos. Which we've seen, we've heard of, and we've seen him in Clone Wars. And as I recall from the old canon, he is still alive by 980. Yes, yes, he is. And he's, and he's still alive, even longer than that, in the old kid. I believe Luke and Ben, the Skywalker, come across him in their journey to figure out what happened to Jason Solo. And in the new, in the old canon, he became uh, Dooku's, uh, one of Dooku's apprentices, correct? He did. He was a Dark Side user for a bit. I wonder if that might have been some of the subplots that were cut from Clone Wars entirely. Uh, yeah, because in in Clone Wars, what has been canonized is he partners with Asajj Ventress. Uh, once she is once she is considered a former dark side assassin, uh, the duo uh perform an unsuccessful attempt to assassinate uh Darth Sidious, um, not Darth Sidious, uh, Darth Tyrannus. Uh, Count Dooku, uh, in an attempt to uncover the identity of Dooku's master, uh, Quinlan Voss succumbed to the dark side and became Dooku's apprentice. Ooh, he was canonized as Dooku's apprentice. He was brought back to the light side of the Force by his love for Ventress. Uh, and Asajj Ventress, her 
her background is that she is uh, a Dathomirian witch. Yes, she is. And she, so she is steeped in steeped in the dark side. But just because you use dark side doesn't mean that you are bad. Can't Correct. stress this Correct. enough. As much as the fifth brother wants to be bad, mm-hmm. it's his well, groveling that makes him bad. Yeah, well, you know, Ventress was that you know, I've had one. Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah, who if was, you will, who was her master? If, her, uh, he went by the name of Kai, I believe, and this I learned this from uh, Dooku Jedi Lost. Um. Fantastic audiobook slash audio drama, actually. Radio drama. Um, somewhat. And they were on a planet, I believe it was called Rat Attack, I believe. And Master Kai was killed or something. I don't remember exactly what the details were. But the Jedi refused to either help or did not know or vice versa. Something like that. And Ventress acted out in anger and. Eventually was discovered by Dooku. Count of Surinder. Yes. So, uh, during the final days of the war, Quinlan Voss moved his Republic troops to Ba's Pity. After the fall of the Jedi Order, Voss survived the Great Jedi Purge along with his new lover, uh, Colleen Hentz, who is only named um, in the trading card game. Uh, She is not even in the Clone Wars. Uh, and was amongst those the Galactic Empire presume had survived and thus targeted to hunt down. That is do you think we'll get? Do you think we'll get uh, Quinlan Voss in this show? I don't know, uh, but it was really. I think it would be cool if we actually if Obi Wan ran into him. Uh, I Maybe, mean, Anakin. Yeah. Anakin walked in on him, so it makes sense for him to be around. The uh, the the other thing with uh, Quinlan Voss is that uh, that like we see here is that like a uh, like was he a knight or was he just a, uh, or was he a master? I don't know. Can you quickly look that up? He is. He is a male Kafar Jedi master. Okay. Well, he wasn't um, on the council. Was he on the council? No. Well, if he was on the council, he was never visibly on the council. Um, but we don't know. We didn't see I everybody he, on the council. Yeah. I think he was in Dooku Jedi Lost, I believe. So, so we, got, we, got a bit, we got a bit of loss. So one of Obi-Wan's superiors survived, and not only survived, uh, is protecting and uh, moving younglings. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure if all those younglings make it. So I believe. I wonder if. I don't remember. Something might have happened in Rebels. Might be wrong. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Uh, yeah, I probably don't think they make it. Uh, maybe some of them do. We don't know. Uh, in uh, Fallen Order, we get at the end of Fallen Order, we get a list of younglings. And uh, and the planets they're on, uh, and so like we, but we don't see them in four through six or seven through nine. So that doesn't mean they're not. That doesn't mean they're dead, but uh, they're not major players. No, uh, at least on the main stage. That doesn't mean that they they can't do something small. Um, yeah, 
I wonder if Voss ever knew about Luke in the. Uh, I knew that. I know that he knew about Anakin. Well, then he should have known about Luke if Luke was making a name for himself. Yeah, if he was still around. Wait, wait Corbin Voss is in Rebels. I don't know if he was in Rebels, but I know he is around during Nine AB. Yeah. Which is right in around the time of Mandalorian. Right. Um, the last so, thing uh, that it says about him, it like his last known thing was that he survived the purge. Yeah. Well, before this episode. Has that much information? But all right, let's keep on. And. Uh, so, where am I at my notes? Hold on. So, uh, uh, Tala reveals that she once believed in the Empire, but grew disillusioned when the regime uh, became increasingly totalitarian. Uh, when night falls, the trio depart to the space, or are about to dis- depart to the spaceport, but Obi-Wan senses a disturbance and reels against the wall. Uh, outside the building... We see the Inquisitors lining up with stormtroopers and waiting. And ne- the next thing we see walking up is Vader's boot. We forgot that loader droid. Oh, yeah, we like that loader droid a lot. That B. That star. Just kidding. That uh, survives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's cool. Outside the building, Darth Vader. Uh, has arrived. And this is no longer a kid's show. And this is now a spookum. Uh, Vader Vader does the exact same thing that the Inquisitors were threatening to do. The Inquisitors in the very first episode of of Obi-Wan Kenobi are like, we're going to hurt someone and make sure that the Jedi... Can't help but help. They're a, the Jedi code is like an itch. They're going to be good no matter what happens. Vader <laughs> shows up and just starts choking people out of their own buildings. And doing all sorts of crazy shenanigans. Oh, just killing people left and right with his hands. Like, showing off how strong he is now. So uh, he doesn't even have to pull out his lightsaber. Nope. Vader walks through the streets of the settlement, terrorizing civilians and killing random ones in order to draw Kenobi out. Obi-Wan tells Tala to get Leia out of Alderaan and he distracts while he distracts Vader. As Tala and Leia head to the spaceport, Obi-Wan reaches out through the force and like pings Vader with the force. Uh, he then runs to a nearby quarry where he is pursued by his former I- apprentice. Mm-hmm. As Obi-Wan heads through the quarry, he is startled by the sudden appearance of Vader in front of him who ignites his red lightsaber. Obi-Wan draws his lightsaber, but doesn't ignite it and runs away immediately after. Vader continues to follow Obi-Wan at a walking pace. Oh, he turns it on a couple times, I think. Yeah. Who eventually stands his ground. Upon seeing Vader again, Obi-Wan asks what he has become, to which Vader responds that I am what you made me. Obi-Wan runs away again. 
Uh, meanwhile, Leia convinces Tala to return and help Obi-Wan and that she's capable of reaching the ship by herself. However, uh-huh. while this is happening, Rava is being the smartest force user in the room. Yeah. She's reaching out with the light side of the force and not just using the dark side and trying to brute force everything. She is sniffing like a hound dog <laughs> using using light force tactics. What Obi-Wan would do in a situation or what Anakin would have done before the and you and so what we get from this interaction, what I get from this uh, from her deducing where they're going mm-hmm. is that she is not all dark side. She will no. use whatever I, side of the force is possible to get what she wants. Correct, but I mean, in this, I mean, this shows there's something behind. There is something behind all this. So she's in the middle. She's the other thing <laughs> is that I just realized that I just put together is yeah. She knows Vader. Leia knows Vader. Leia knows Vader? I can... I could smell your stench. What? No, it wasn't. No, that's Tarkin. No, Uh, that's Tarkin. uh, She was wondering who was holding his leash. That's what it was. I have have no doubt that Leia has probably seen Vader from a distance. If she ever went... Um, if she ever went to Senate meetings with uh, Bail Organa, she must have seen Vader, maybe, at this instance, or maybe would she be too young, you think? I don't know. I'll be honest. I have no idea. But my thing is, I don't know what we're going to do at the end of this. So, uh, oh, uh, so, Obi-Wan continues to traverse the quarry, now being definitely hunted by Vader. Suddenly, Vader emerges from the darkness and does a one-arm swing that almost... Obi-Wan, the human shield, the guy who had the best defense of all of the Jedi Masters before him, uh, is thrown back from a one-handed strike. Mm -hmm. This is telling a story using actions, not words. Obi-Wan is physically weak. He has ten years... Of being malnourished, dehydrated, out of practice, practice, and unplugged from the Force. He's not doing great. And Vader has done nothing but steep in his anger and pain for ten years. And, you know, even Luke. Luke was only in exile for probably half that time. Right. But you still look old and cranky and what? I don't know. So, as they fight, the one time, again, all that, all that Anakin is doing is exclusively the the version of Form 5 uh, that uh, the most lethal forms of Form 5. He is baseball batting, but he's baseball batting Obi-Wan with one hand. Can't stress that enough. This is Obi-Wan. This is the guy that fought against uh, General Grievous with four lightsabers and blocked them all. Like, one-handed? This shouldn't be possible. This is... No. 
This is the grand. This is Obi Wan we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, af- uh, Vader quickly overpowers Obi Wan and force pushes him back onto his back. After knocking down a storage uh, container filled with Vintarium? I forgot what it's called. Uh, it's flammable. Flammable rocks. Uh, he. See, Vader seizes Obi-Wan with the Force and uses his lightsaber to ignite the, fl- the, the rocks before them. And Vader says, your pain has only... Now you will suffer, Obi-Wan. And pulls Kenobi into the flames. As poetic justice. Claiming that his pain has only begun. Momentarily satisfied, Vader order, orders his troops to seize Obi-Wan once the fires have died out. Well, first of all, dragging him through the flames. Oh, yeah, for a lot. Uh, For a long time. uh, He is in third-degree burn town, definitely. (laughs) Downtown third-degree burns, population (laughs) Obi-Wan. We, uh, when the fires die out, uh, Vader refuses to even go and touch him. He orders a stormtrooper to go go pick him up and bring him to him. Tala is... uh, reach this destination and has a pistol with a scope on it, which only makes sense in star Wars for some reason. And, uh, shoots a stormtrooper uh, right in the neck, actually like yeah. where there isn't armor, like a good shot. Um, and, uh, instantly kills him. Vader looks up to see what just happened. And Tala, uh, shoots the, the second container of flammable rocks, and it explodes into fire. And uh, once again, there is fire in f- uh, between uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Tala quickly moves in to rescue Kenobi along with Ben B. Uh, Ned B. Ned B. And uh, as Leia heads to the ship, she runs into the third sister who has arrived and killed the pilot. Obviously. Are you the one I'm supposed to meet? No. No. They couldn't make it. But I'll help you the rest of the way. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap for that episode. Oh, man. This this has been... This has been kind of a long episode because I've been kind of long-winded, but, like, they touch so much and Mm -hmm. go so much, like... Plus, with technology issues for both of us. Right. Uh, this is where the rubber has met the road in this episode. From the lightsaber I, combat to, uh, like, to everything. I genuinely think that this is the fight that forces Obi-Wan to change his stance. Yes. His, and, his strong right arm was the one that was being dragged through the fire, fire the most. So I don't think that he'll be able to show uh, to be the the lightsaber form that he used to, where he raises his right hand, right arm above him. Mm. And this would explain why why he looked maybe not why he looked, but part of why he looked so old and and old, maybe. Uh, he still looked the same age. I I thought they were gonna do a I thought they were gonna pull a Palpatine and like make him real old in this one scene. Uh, no, but... I, I don't think go that far, but, I mean, I don't know, something. 
Um, Tell me. Do you remember? Did you find anywhere where they said uh, what was written on the walls in Arabesh? Um, I did not find exactly where. I came across a couple of YouTube videos that were like reactions to this episode, and there were some people that noticed and did some research and pointed out what was on the wall. Um, I know that Star Wars leaks, uh, r slash Star Wars leaks on Reddit, uh, probably has already cracked them all, but, like, I was trying to stay away from that, because I worked an eight-hour work day today. I'm not gonna, well, I, like, I can't, I can't, like, I can't tease <laughs> myself with trying to decipher Arabesh. No, I mean, I, I, I was only doing it the past time while waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Well, you realize we're halfway through this show already. Yeah. I think that I think that I don't know how the Grand Inquisitor is going to come back. Unless Utapawans have two stomachs, or if he has a twin, or if he knows uh, another galactic bassist um, known <laughs> as Thundercat. Uh, think it through. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where, how, or where, or how he's going to come back. But I guarantee you, he's coming back, and it's going to bite Rava in the ass. Yeah. So the question <laughs> is, like, is is this is this where she turns good? She has. She definitely has Leia. Mm -hmm. it, uh, my theory is that before she can bring Leia to Vader. to Vader. The, the Grand Inquisitor is going to be like, she tried to kill me, totally tried to kill me. And she's going to be like, crap, I am going to have to go now. I have to go. And she yeah. has a choice. She either s sits around and waits for Leia to be the reason uh, that uh, Obi-Wan comes to her, or she goes, uh, all my friends fire fired on me because they're bad and evil and bad, and maybe I can do some good. I I doubt it's gonna be that initially, but no. Well, let's let's talk about maybe some predictions. Not too many, because I I don't really I don't really have an idea of how it's gonna go. That I is that is my prediction. I think that that's gonna be her arc for for episode four. I don't know if it's gonna be specifically for four, but I feel like that's what's going to go down uh, over the span of several episodes. Yeah. Well, there's only three. <laughs> Especially now that she has Leia. True, true, true. Well, I think, um, so what do you think one's going to be up to? Do you think he's going to go straight after Leia, or is he going to go report back to Bale? Is he gonna, what is he going to do? He is... He's going to try to do the hero thing and be like, I don't care if I'm hurt. I'm totally going after that kid. And... Uh, Tala yeah. and Ned B are going to be like, what the heck are you doing? You're pretty much dead. And yes. we're, we might get an Avengers Assemble moment. Tala, sure. might, Tala might call in a friend, and we might get a Jedi Master. Quinlan Voss? We might get Quinlan Voss. We might get someone else. We might get someone new another yeah. Jedi Knight or a Jedi Master that could have survived the purge that we haven't I'm, talked about yet. True, true. I I hope it's somebody new, if not Quillen Boss. I know one Jedi Master that we will not be seeing. Who? 
course, that'd be Master Yoda. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we hear his voice. Um, do you think PyCon's going to make uh, a voice appearance in, this, in the next episode? Or do you think they're going to hold that I back? I think so. I think, I think they're going to be... I think Qui-Gon's going to be like, it's not... It's not your turn to die. He's like, but master, I have to. I am totally if, if, on fire. I'm totally going if, to die. If no. that's gonna happen, we're definitely not gonna be seeing Qui Gon physically until right. Maybe the last episode. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, I think we're gonna. Uh, I think. Uh, he's not. I think Obi Wan's not gonna get the hang of the Force again until he sees. Qui-Gon Force Ghost and uh, Qui-Gon Force Ghost will be like, I will teach you again and I'll teach you some more and then I'll teach you again and I'll teach you another time. Um, but yeah, that's what I think is going to be the last episode. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know how they're going to lose Vader. Vader is right on his butt. True. Unless he is called back to somewhere where and has a conversation with Palpatine. What, I don't what would be more important than getting rid of Kenobi? Old Obi Wan. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if Palpatine's going to even pop up in this episode. If he is, he's not going to be physically fighting. Right. I doubt it. Hologram only. Yeah. Um. Or well, yeah. I know we are going to see him in another TV show that we will talk about. Ooh. <laughs> Soon. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352 and Instagram and Twitter at SU352Podcast. Uh, what is our email, Peyton? Our email address is SpecialUnit352 at gmail.com. Please, 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 please. Send us an email. Tell us what Jedi. If you think a Jedi is coming, tell us what your thoughts are. Is it someone new? Is it somebody that we are familiar with? Is it Quinlan Boss? Or, heaven forbid, is it a badly burned, mangled bitch? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, and uh, go, ahead, go ahead and uh, uh, email us in how uh, how poorly you understand the dark side of the force and that Ra that Rava is not actually dark side. Go ahead, yeah. just go ahead. I'll, I will gladly roast you on the live of the internet, one hundred percent. I'll be right there, sure. <laughs> just gonna pull out my uh, my peer reviewed Sith articles. So. Uh, Thank, please rate and review us on our favorite on your favorite podcast listening app because that will help us show up in the algorithms. Uh, we look forward to talking with you guys next week. And as Peyton always says, "May the force be with you 